Welcome back to Banter and Barlow. I did it! First shot. Yay! Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Find us on Anchor, Spotify, Instagram, and YouTube. Alright guys, we're back again with another episode and we got a hell of an episode today. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about two things. We're going to talk about some aliens and the truth being out there. And uh, we're also going to do a little crime scene in investigation on this case that's kind of like, you know, if you've been on your computer in the last week and a half, you've seen it. Um, Gabby Petito, and I've got a special guest as well, so we're gonna, we're gonna cover it all. With me, as always, is Susie Barodi. Hi, y'all. Yeah, all right. So, you know, don't, easy, don't talk a lot, okay? (laughs) So, we're gonna talk about, uh... We're just going to dive into it, right into it. Um, Gabby Petito. So this case, man, I have been like screaming at my television because I feel like I solved this case in about five minutes after hearing it. It was that damn quick. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I'll let you guys be the judge, but I feel like a lot of officers dropped the ball on this whole thing. Um I think we also need to make it clear that these are our opinions. These yeah. are not facts. It's just opinions. Yeah, but, I mean, you can say opinions, but I feel like, I mean, I mean I'm hammering the nail in the head on this. I feel like when it's all said and done, this is exactly what will happen. Um, so I guess we'll kind of, like, go into it. Gabby Petito and a guy named... Brian Laundry or Lord Lardy or Laundry, something laundry. like that. Laundry. You mean like the clothes you wash? Like clothes you wash and like laundry day. That's probably why I don't like him to begin with. Because last you don't like laundry. I don't like doing laundry. There you go. Um so they go, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend, they're both pretty young. Um they go on this vacation where they just said, you know what? We're just going to go tour America. And they get in this van and they just roll out to Wyoming and all kinds of national parks and whatnot. Um, I guess you could say that there's a little bit of a... I don't know what you, how you want to call it. You want to say like a... Uh, what am I trying to say here? There's a little bit of a backstory with these guys. It's like... High school sweetheart. Yeah, maybe something like that. And then, like, especially from the first time they get pulled over, and you can see yeah. the body cam. I feel like there's a lot of sh- a lot of like behind the scenes drama there, like right off the bat. You can tell from the way she was talking to them and shaking and crying yeah. that she was doing a lot of defending on his behalf. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, when the on the first body cam footage that they revealed from where they stopped him, because I guess. Um, someone had uh, sought at a gas station yeah. and arguing and called and the police. And then he like does a car- uh, crazy move right in front of the officer, right? Yeah. 
okay. she claims that she pulled the steering wheel out yeah. from in front of him. Yeah. So, you know, they stop them. They get they get the old girl out of the car and she's like immediately bawling her eyes out. Just like, hey, man, what's going on? Oh, my God. I don't know. You know, like, okay. You know, I was just asking you, like, how old you are. You don't need to. You know, she claims her OCD caused her to act like that, but I I don't know. Me having OCD, yeah. I, it doesn't make me... Just immediately ball. It like doesn't you just, get me that emotional. Like it's the end of your life if an officer says, hey, how are you? Yeah. So immediately, like, to me, so my spidey sense is tingling right off the bat right there. Um, just because, you know, obviously there's some dysfunction. There's something going on a lot worse. Like, I mean, the officer's hands are tied in a way because they're 22, 20 something years old. It's not like, well, I'm going to call your mommy and we're going to figure out, you know, that's probably what should have been done. But why? But you can't. Why would you call the parents? I mean, I would guess I would just call the. You can't technically, they're both adults. But in this situation, like, what I'm saying, I guess, if I was an officer, but then, but then again, you can't really call the parents because they're both consenting adults. So they just, if I'm not mistaken, they separated them. Which, yeah. where the hell are they going to separate them from? They separated them for a time so they could get both of their stories. And also, I don't know if anybody else watched that footage, the body cam footage. A lot of it, to me, just didn't match up. And I feel like that would have been cause for something more. Like, I don't know how the police force works, but... yeah. I don't know. His story wasn't matching her story. No. Um, I don't feel like he took any responsibility for anything on that. And she was just kind of like defending everything. And she was apologizing for him and everything mm-hmm. else. So I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. My opinion on it is, you know, you guys are in that tight quarters. You know, maybe you're just not cut out for that kind of a lifestyle. Yeah. It's not for everybody, you know, living in tiny I mean, what were they in? A Fifty like a, square foot, twenty square foot little yeah, thing. Yeah, uh, van. Yeah, uh, a little tiny like van. A little moving van. I couldn't be with you. No doubt, for not that mighty. extended yeah. period of time. <laughs> <laughs> Officer, can you get her? Can you get her? Eat, sleep, and shit right next to you. <laughs> Officer, I'm gonna need you to get her. I would have jumped out of the car running. Help! <laughs> uh, but honestly, like. I watch this body camera footage, and this girl is screaming for fucking help. Screaming for help. She's not saying it, but just, I don't know, I guess my background, I can see it plain as day. This woman is crying her eyes out, and she is literally saying, this man is beating the shit out of me in this van, and like, you know, raising Cain, he's probably threatened to kill me if I said something. You know, something stupid like that. I don't know. I think he was smart enough to not to be beating her, but I do think there was something more emotional. I guarantee it. I'd almost bet the house that this man, Brian Laundrie, was over here just like, if you tell, right before they pulled over, he was literally saying, if you say anything to the police, I'm going to kill you, blah, blah, blah. Something of that effect. Absolutely. You don't, you don't. It was kind of written all over her yeah, face and absolutely. his face because he was just kind of like, you know, I'm playing it cool where she's yeah. like, I uh, can't play I don't it know, cool. man. I don't know why she's just bawling. I mean, she just, uh, you know, uh, there was... The fact the, that he said, 
on the body cam footage that he like pushed yeah. her and he like oh no i shouldn't have but like you know i pushed her because she just like yeah and she wouldn't calm down my thing is like he's downplaying it yeah he's downplaying what he actually did and he's like but oh but i'm being honest it was bad enough for people at a gas station to yeah. go what the fuck uh let we're me call calling 911 yeah. you know here's the vehicle yeah. find them she needs help and so you don't i haven't seen the video camera footage at that gas station is there video footage i'm sure there is right but they probably haven't released that or like you know there's something there yeah there's got to be more to it right but that wasn't the first run and apparently there had been multiple times that the police had to deal yeah. with them because of these issues that like that was just the one thing that was released to that the public wow. but they've reported that it's not the first time there had been many That's times crazy. so all signs of you know toxic relationship domestic abuse you know absolutely but my thing is you see that body camera footage to me, it's blatantly obvious, but I feel like maybe the officer's hands are tied on a lot of that because they didn't have any, like, solid proof of anything, and they couldn't hold anybody. No, the only proof they had was that yeah. he had scratches on his face, so yeah. I feel like it would have been on her. Yeah, well. It would have been her fault, but she uh, was the one emotionally in distress. And this is in Wyoming, right? I honestly At that don't point, recall her, though. I can't remember. It might have been Utah. Look, Google that. Jamie, Jamie, can you Google? Uh, Joe Rogan's assistant, Jamie's in here, too. He's helping us out on the Google. But anyway, I don't know all the laws there. I it was in, in Utah. It was in Utah yeah. where they stopped them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, do you want to get tied up in court on some, you know, loose, loose stuff like that? I mean, I'm just saying hindsight's twenty twenty. I mean, I'm sure the police right. could. Police are wishing they could have gone back and you know, oh my god, done yeah. things differently. But you know, at yeah. the time, who were you to sit there and go, "Oh, you're being abused"? You yeah, know? let me take. She you. could just be a very overly emotional person. Yeah. You know, I'm like that sometimes. Females, honey. <laughs> <laughs> no, honey, I don't think females are like that at all. Okay, why you would okay. say that? Um, but I feel like they separate them. They say you're going down for the night. You know, you go here, you go there, blah, blah, blah. So then, to my knowledge, that's the end of that. And then they go on about their way. Nothing else is called, to my knowledge. They go, they do their vacationing. She disappeared two, what was it, two weeks later? A week later, two weeks later? I, I'm not sure on the timeline. We'll have to get the timeline a little better. But... I think it's not even disappeared. It's more or less that, oh boy, Brian not only vacates the vacation, right? So he drives the van. Does he drive the van or he hitchhikes back? Uh, so there was a report that he had hitchhiked at some point. Um, yeah. People picked up a hitchhiker and they it hasn't been verified. So he dumps the van. He did something. He leaves the van in Wyoming. So my thought is, is okay. So breaking news is they have found a body. They're not saying in if Wyoming. it's hers or not. Yeah. Um, but they have found a body. So my and they found that van. Yeah, and they found that same van, van. Yeah. at a random location that you know they're yeah. evacuating an area to look at this body. Because really, they don't. Because okay, so we'll go back. So technically, the police don't even start looking for old girl for Gabby because. Oh boy, Brian Laundry. He he says, 
I'm out. I'm rolling out of the vacation. He somehow gets from Wyoming back to Florida. He drove the van. He drove Gabby's van back to Florida to his parents' house and had an attorney no. waiting. I thought they left. I thought he left the van in Wyoming. No, he did not. He okay. at some point while he was there hitchhiked for some reason. It yeah, is see, unknown. I don't. I was thinking they found her van in Wyoming. No, they okay. found his. They have her van. It was okay. at his parents' house. Yeah. Okay, so. He gets back to Florida. He's at his parents' house. He's obviously telling them something because, you know, that's his fiance. And naturally, parents are going to be like, oh, uh, okay, so you're back from your cross-country vacation? Oh, where's your, where's our daughter-in-law, Gabby? You know, like. Well, did you also, I'm not sure if you read this, but they didn't even know he was home. That's bullshit. For a few days. Right? Like, how are you not going to know? How are you not going to notice right. there's a big white van sitting in your yeah. garage? I'm calling bullshit on that. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I had no idea he was in the house. They claim to be cooperating. They yeah, claim that they have been cooperating. Oh, but they yeah. haven't said a word to anybody. Yeah. Not even to her Gabby's parents. To be like, They're super hey, cooperative because you. they know that their son murdered the shit out of their daughter-in-law and then drove back across the country and left her there. Mm-hmm. And then immediately... So, okay, so I don't want to put my bias on it. I'm putting my bias away, too. <laughs> I mean, it's your show. You right? your yeah, that's right. It. You're damn right it is. My podcast. <laughs> it's just all of our opinions. Right? So, old boy goes all the way back to his mom and daddy's house. He's camping out. Nothing said. They're just like, oh, okay, you know, no, no big deal. No big deal. Uh, I guess, where's Gabby? Oh, we're not going to ask about her. And then come to find out, I guess Gabby's parents get involved. They're the ones who reported yeah. her missing. Yeah, they're the ones that report her missing. And then they're like, "Well, what the hell are you doing?" But they couldn't get a Florida. hold of them. He couldn't get a hold. They yeah. couldn't get a hold hold of his family. Couldn't well, get somehow they figure out that he's back in Florida. Yeah, somehow. So then the back. police go to Mr. Brian Laundry's house because they're like, "Hey." Uh, you know, where's your fiance at? Y'all were on a vacation together and now you're in Florida and she's nowhere to be found. And what does Mr. Laundry do? He says, Oh, well, you're just gonna have to talk to my attorney about it. Mm-hmm. Lawyers up immediately, and the parents are just like, Oh, I don't, his parents, I should say, they're just like, Well, I don't, you know, I don't know. He, he's a good guy, and blah blah blah. And I just don't know. Meanwhile, I'm just like, What in the hell? Yeah. You would I, immediately think, like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I can't even imagine. Bentley I feel like home. the parents might be torn between yeah, doing the right thing doing and the their right son. Thing and then defending their son. Absolutely. You know, I mean, and I, I can see from their point of view, but at the same time, I'm going, I'm dude. sorry, dude. You may be my son, yeah, but you've you made, just. You've made your you, bed. Yeah. You've done this. You've done wrong. You made a horrible the decision. The only way you can. Am I make things right? Is to just come out and come clean. Dude, tell them what happened, and at least let a family know where the hell their twenty-two-year-old daughter. Yeah, is. you don't have to talk to police. You don't have to talk to yeah. anybody. Tell the family. I'll just be like, look, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, if you go to the park and you go to this trail off of, uh, you know, Highway One Seventy Seven, or you know, whatever the hell, uh, there's going to be three trees on the left-hand side, and there's a blue tarp there. You know, something. Write a letter to them. Yeah. Something. something. Anything is better than leaving. You know, she had siblings. Yeah, that's horrible. 
you know, I can't even imagine me. I have grew up, grew up with siblings and just one of them missing all yeah, of a sudden. Just randomly. I, that would, I mean, it would just kill and me. And then their significant utter. Just, utter? They're utter? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it a cow? It is, and it's significant, okay? It's very important about it. Their significant other just rolls on back and just like, oh, no, I'm back home. I've been home for over a week and a half. Oh, police want to talk to me about my missing fiance? Well, I just, I don't have anything to say, and you talk to my attorney. And then come to find out, plot twist on that, police don't arrest him. They don't do anything with that. And come to find out, now he's missing. And the parents had claimed oh, to have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? How I do you t- not know your son is missing yeah. since Tuesday and well, it's now Friday? They didn't I'm going to call the cops They're now. busy. Honey. They gave him plenty. Of, yeah, mean, I'm sure he went, quote unquote, you know, yeah. missing Tuesday. Well, they didn't even know he was home for a week <laughs> and a half. Hell. I mean, she is the marketing department at her work. And uh, he's just, you know. His dad's just tied up, man. I mean, you know, coming and going. They don't even notice their 20-something-year-old son out here. Yeah, but like like we were saying, um, breaking news is they found a body where he was believed to have been hitchhiking. Where she was. or Where, where they both were. Where they saw their van, maybe. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And I believe yeah. it's the same place he was hitchhiking. Yeah. I mean, you know... I think the body. I think it's her body, and they're not saying yeah. anything yet. Well, because they can't really. I mean, it could. Yeah. Oh, but it could also be he did something horrible to her. They like could have very well mutilated her, and so they're trying to figure out is What's it going her. On. Yeah. But you know, wouldn't that be? Well, I, you don't know how long poor girl's been sitting there. Yeah. So she could. Be so you might not be clothes. able to. You're not going to be able to. If she's been a few weeks, like you're not going to be able to walk up and go, "Oh, that's Gabby right there." Yeah. No doubt about it. No, yeah. it's going to be. It's going to look a lot different. Oh, yeah. She's going to look much, much yeah. different. So, It'll uh, have to go off of, like, fingerprints yeah. and... Teeth. Something. Teeth, hair. Dental stuff, yeah. Something like that. They'll get some DNA off. But my thing is, like, I, I I feel like I could solve this case in about five minutes. Old boy, Brian Laundry goes out there. Something happens. Something pops off. He kills this girl. He dumps the body somewhere. Then he rolls out. Hides at his mom and daddy's. Lawyer's up. Then he rolls out there. And I guarantee you he's done swallowed a bullet somewhere. Out in the forest or out in the swamps of Florida. Out in the forest. Out in the forest of Florida. And, you know, next thing you know, they're going to find his body somewhere. Yeah. So this case will probably it'll never be solved. But I feel like we all, you know. I mean, as morbid as it may sound, I'm really hoping that the body that they found is Gabby. Yeah, just, just for the simple fact of the family, the family would get closure yeah, and they absolutely. could bring her home. There's no other reason I'd want it to yeah. be her. But if it is somebody else's body, I hope it brings whatever that family is closure. Yeah. But then we're going to want to know, who's murdering? Do we have a new serial killer on our hands? Oh, it's just Bailey some random. Syrian's going to be jumping in on these soon. <laughs> Just some random body out there at the Wyoming Trail. Like, I mean, it could be. Yeah, you never know. I mean, five bodies like, all over the place. Then you're like, who the hell is this hitchhiker? Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Plot twist. Plot twist. Plot twist. Oh, my God. It's the baker from elementary school. Bye, bye, bye. But that's the way I see it rolling down. 
that's how I see it. But you can say whatever you want to say. A lot of people are saying, you know, don't give that. Then you got, I don't know. There's no, like, hard evidence. There's no hard evidence on old boy. Because he pretty much immediately lawyers up. And then flees the scene again. So it's like, you can't really find anything. There's no evidence of her because they don't even have a body or they don't have her to yeah. say, yeah, this is what happened. Yeah. <sighs> so, ultimately, ultimately, I think justice will be served soon enough when it's due time. Yeah. You know, um, I hope the family finds closure very soon. I'm sure this has been a very, very difficult time for them. I'm sure it's been a difficult time for, you know, his family as well. Yeah. He's putting his family through this too. Yeah, I mean, and their cameras are all up on their house and shit. Like that's, out, you, that's they're nuts. not sleeping. I couldn't know. imagine that. They didn't ask to be put through this. No. They didn't ask to be put through a ringer like this, you know. I think all the more reason I would be like, dude, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a tough call. Yeah, I right? Mean, when it, I think God. everybody would react differently. Mm-hmm having been put in that situation yeah. you just pray that you're never put in that situation right i agree so all right well that's all we got on that one uh just so bring her home yeah hopefully they'll bring her home and then we'll just you know we'll do a follow-up on that but i feel like that's pretty good uh that's a pretty good outline for it um so we'll talk about the alien thing the fifth uh oh god i don't know the actual title of it what was the actual title of it on Netflix? I don't know. <laughs> you're trying to do a podcast and you don't know what you're uh, doing I mean, a podcast Jim, know your shit before you talk about it, okay? You don't even know what you're talking about. My God. How are you going to have a podcast about it? Oh, anyway, what we'll do is we'll... Uh, it's a good spot for one of our uh, fantastic sponsors, okay? And we'll just cut a commercial and... Uh, Guys, we'll be right back. Okay. So, real quick, I wanted to take a minute. And uh, normally, this is the part of the show where you would hear, like, a commercial. Um, so, this is kind of like a pause part. And I'm actually recording this after we've already recorded a lot of the show. And come to find out, we were talking about Gabby Patino and... Um, well, come to find out, while we were literally making the show, um, the FBI has pretty much came out and said that they have found her. So, it what they had a... We knew that um, there was a body that more or less had been recovered in that area, but they didn't know if that was her or not. But So, turns out it was her. So, uh, this case will take an uh, interesting twist there, but, you know... I don't know. We'll see what's to come in the days ahead. So now we'll uh, we'll flip it on back to a commercial. Hey, you know who it is? It's Anthony, Anthony Chadwick, proud owner of Chadwick's Cabinetries. All right, you looking for a good thirty-six inch wide base cabinet? Forget about it. There's only one place you go. You're stupid or something? It's Anthony Chadwick's cabinet trees. Ma used to yell in the back, Anthony, are you making your cabinets again? 
Ah, forget about it. I'm making cabinets over here. What we do, we do the best. We only do one. 36 inch wide, white base cabinet. You want an upper or you want some kind of triangle cabinet? For, who are you talking to? We're Anthony Chadwick's cabinetries. Home of the 36 inch wide base white cabinet. There ain't another out there. We're the best. You want a cabinet? You call the best, Anthony Chadwick's. Forget about it. Alright, and we're back, guys. We're back from our little commercial break there. But uh, So, before, I couldn't even figure out the daggum name of it. But if you go on Netflix, it's... Uh... <laughs> Close Encounters. Jim, <laughs> what kind of damn show you got going on over there? I couldn't even remember it. Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Jesus why can't, why can't I remember these things? <laughs> oh, Lord. Let's say you want to break buy break pants from R. Oh, my Lord. Tommy boy over here. I can't remember titles. Anyway, anyway. You go on Netflix. This guy, his name is Dr. Stephen Greer. Okay? And he's got a few movies that he's put out. But this last one was Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. And essentially, I'll break down the two-hour movie for you. But he's essentially talking about how the government has got a ton of secrets and a ton of things that they've actually revealed about extraterrestrials or aliens or UFOs or unidentified spacecrafts, all these things, right? And he's talking about how he's had, like a near-death experience. And that gave him the ability to... How do I want to say? I want to say maybe tap in. He uses the word consciousness a lot. So he's able to tap into his consciousness through meditation. And when he's able to do this, he feels like he's able to uh, communicate with other life forms, being an alien or you know whatever you want to call it. And he's able to do this and, like, you know, some of their spaceships will appear or um, he'll make them, like, move in a certain direction. Um, So, we, we, man, I don't, in the very beginning of the movie, I was really into it. And uh, I was just like, oh, my God, man, this guy, this dude's legit. But then he started talking about all this, like, consciousness and how he taps into it. And a part of you becomes, um, for lack of a better word here, I want to say, oh, God, okay, well, this guy's nuts. He's crazy. (laughs) Like my boy on SpongeBob. Oh, brother, this guy's joke. Give me a break. uh, And another part says, I don't know, this guy... Might be on to something. You know, because it's like, okay, if the government was really trying to hose this guy down as, as he says they are, then why would they be doing that for somebody that's just like a daggum crazy man? 
You know, one part of it is like, okay, this dude's all over the daggum place. You know, what the heck? But Susie watched the whole thing too. I want overall, overall, what was your, I guess your take on it, so to speak? Like, did you, were you swayed more towards him and his? Uh, there were times during it I was kind of like, eh. I went from believing you to, like, less of a believer to, okay, well, that's believable to, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. It, I don't know. Yeah. I was very, it felt very wishy-washy. Yeah. I could see that. I could I want that. to believe. Yeah. You want to find the truth. <laughs> I, I want, I want to You want to know it's the truth out there. Like, he threw out a lot of facts. Right. But then there were times where but then he's he like, got awkwardly emotional. Yeah. And I was like, and I don't really believe you because, like, it looks yeah. kind of fake to me that way you're acting. Right. So. And I thought, too, it was kind of cool. Oh, boy, is a Charlotte, Charlotte native. Yeah. So that was like, oh, shit. And I do, I do re- vaguely remember the whole. Uh, Debacle. Debacle, whatever you want to call it. There's one part in the movie where he's talking about, you know, how he just, like, went up to this mountaintop. I think he said Crowder's Mountain, if I'm not mistaken, which is right near Gastonia. I honestly don't recall. And he goes, yeah, so he goes up to the top of the mountain, and he goes into his meditation again. And uh, he's more or less talking, like, how if if you come to them with a pure of heart... And you're clear mind. a clear mind, a clear mind and pure of heart. And you're not meaning any like, you know, ill will or anything like that. You can communicate with them and tell them, you know, hey, here I am. Um, and I guess what he wanted to do in that situation was like tell them like where he was. Essentially, he was just testing it to see if it would yeah. work. And he says that later on in the movie that he, he kind of regretted it and wished he didn't because he ended up causing quite a stir yeah in charlotte north carolina with pilots yeah and there's like some uh there's actual footage of the pilots discussing what was happening and the scare yeah and they're like you know they're seeing this plane and then out of nowhere the plane turns a certain way and they're like well how the hell you know they're following it and they see this light and so you hear the it's an audio recording of the two pilots talking back and forth. Um, so I don't, I don't know. It's pretty crazy. I do, I feel like I do remember, um, that situation, but I didn't remember it as that. Yeah. I just thought like, you know, I can't remember. This was, when was this nineties or eighties? I'm not mistaken. It was in the nineties, I believe. Yeah. So I don't remember exactly like the date. Um, it was before I lived here. Yeah. I moved here in 2000. So I just felt like, you know, I didn't remember it that, as that. And I wasn't like, oh my God, yeah, they saw, you know, a it UFO. It was pretty hush hush. They didn't want yeah. to make a huge You never heard because, anything. No, you don't I talk never heard about anything it. about the audio from the two pilots nope. of two completely, two pilots at the exact same time, two completely different uh, airplanes. And they're seeing this thing and they're communicating back and forth and they're like, you know, oh, Jim, what the hell is that? I don't know. He's coming up on your right side. Blah blah blah. You know, all this is on the video, on the movie too. So if you watch the movie, you'll see all this or hear all of it. I should say. Um, 
And he talks about how, you know, uh, he feels like some of the the government is covering up a lot of things and not telling the American public a lot of things because, um, like, they want to they they want, want to manipulate. So, yeah, they want to manipulate us. Yeah. They want us to fear it. Um, when, I mean, I personally don't think I would fear an alien invasion. I don't feel like it would be an invasion. It'd be more like a, my thing is, why are you going to travel light years away just to kill a planet off? When you could have already done it. When you could have done it, you know, if you've been sitting out there hovering out in space. Yeah. And I have seen a lot of footage, you know, people have shared, um, NASA shared, you know, Mm-hmm. There's these ships that just poof, they're there and then poof, you know. So I I, I do believe that there is alien yeah. life watching over us. Yeah, and I feel like too, and they made like a couple different distinctions. There was like um, the Stephen Greer guy. He's like calling him out on a lot of the things. He's like, you know, the government for one has has these things. They have UFOs or un- you know unidentified flying aircraft. They have the bodies that they can't say, oh, that's a human or that's not. And one of the things he calls the guy out on is like a sergeant in, uh, oh, shit. Uh, it's in Arizona, I believe. He says that there was a huge crash. So a sergeant in the military is like rolling out to the scene of the crash and come to find out it's like, it's not cars and it's not people. So... They, they damn hush-hush that immediately. And then Stephen Greer, the doctor, he's talking about, you know, how he's been talking to the military. And he talks about a couple times how he talks to royal family members and all these yeah, people. Yeah, there's a specific yeah. royal family yeah, member. But he doesn't want to he doesn't want to give any names of anything, right? And he says, you know, like, we were trying to come out to the people and say, hey, here's what we know. Here's what we got. Take it take it for what it's worth but they were being shut down and they were being censored like no you can't do that but unfortunately you know they want us to fear they 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 rule us by fear i mean that's just how the government rolls unfortunately you know and people small-minded people fall for it and they fear i feel like too a lot of the things he was talking about he's like you know you're talking about a technology or whatever he's like you know if they if they meant harm, Don't they could they, do they could already? have done that shit. You know, like it. <laughs> they also talked about how um, they falsify abductions. The government right? has come yeah. out and stated that they can they have the technology one to do that um, for like to make it look like an alien abduction. Which to me that's wild as hell. Like how the hell. The government's just automatically got some stuff like, okay, Don, we're gonna do it on Thursday. Go ahead and get the go ahead and get the UFO ready, and yeah. then we'll just you know we'll do it right down in the middle of town and hijack this and go they've ahead. They've got and, like a laundry list of people they're yeah. gonna do it to, and unfortunately, Nuts. they've discredited so many. There was like an Asian, uh, oh, I can't remember. It was in Alaska, I believe. Don't quote me on that. Um, who? was a flight pilot and he was very well known military mm-hmm. background everything he was you know, just well accredited and he saw a spaceship and he reported it he was hesitant but he had to because you know it was 
that's what they have to do. I'm assuming. I'm sure they have protocols. Yep. You know, and they let him go. Um, they called him all sorts of names, you know, crazy. He's lost mm -hmm. his mind and, you know, and people, other people who have, have been abducted and they, they, they've ruined their lives just because, yeah. you know, Hey, Absolutely. we don't want people to actually know. So we're just going to make you look like a piece of crap. Um, and look at, make it look like you've gone crazy and make it so you have a harder time finding jobs and providing for your family because yeah. we just want people to fear these things. Well, and the thing is too, like I, there was another guy that was very well known in the, in this, um, realm, so to speak, uh, Bob Lazar. And he did a huge Netflix documentary and how he pretty much came out and said, yeah, the government has this. They've got aliens. They got UFOs. I've been working for the government for like 40 years. I've been doing all these things. Um, and then, you know, you got different branches of military and government, and they're saying, no, this guy's nuts. He's never worked with us ever, blah, blah, blah. We don't know what he's talking about, all this. And then they just recently, like, came back around, and they were like, uh, yeah. Um, so he he does work for us, and that we didn't say all that. That's, that's crazy. We would never lie about that. So it's like, okay, so, so what's the truth on that? You know, I mean, this man's dedicated his damn life to studying that. And, uh, you know, and then you just... Shit it on him. Shit it on him, ruined everything, and then like, oh, no, he's never worked here. He's like, dude, I've been collecting... Y'all been paying me for 40 years, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> but if you don't fit the agenda, yeah, I mean, right. you're kind of SOL, yeah. and I feel like if you work for the government and you're in that kind of an atmosphere, you should kind of be prepared for it already. For these kind of things to be happening, yep. to be, you know, made to look a fool. And this was about right around the time when they were trying to storm Area 51. And I feel like that shit got hushed-hush pretty quickly. Like, there was a lot of people that were in on that. And then it was like you kind of just went away real carefully. Just like, oh, oh. here, look at this over here now. You yeah. know? Yeah. You didn't hear about what the time Everything is a distraction. Everything right? that's done. Media. Yeah. And that's the other thing is he talks about how um, the media. Yeah. In, what is it? The New York Times. Yeah. Like all uh, is controlled by the government. Yeah. And I have heard of that. Not from just that. I mean, it's I've heard that a lot of times. Yeah. How they, they control what reporters. you hear. Yeah. They control everything you hear. They have multiple reporters for like multiple agencies. And they say, no, you print. You print this or you say this, which yeah. that could be very possible. Oh, I would not doubt it. I mean, look at yeah. the mainstream media. Yeah, absolutely. If, if you if you really don't think that they're controlled yeah. by the government, there's something <laughs> oh, seriously God. wrong with you. Here we go. Don't get me started. I'll go <laughs> on. Oh, my God. You better put your mask on right now. <laughs> you put that mask on. You get your shot. We're not looking to offend you. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy, I really liked your podcast. I used to listen all the time, but then you said what you said about COVID, and I don't like that, and I'm not going to listen no more. <laughs> oh, Lord. No, but that's, uh, you know, that's neither here nor there, but maybe one day we'll have an episode of COVID. I don't know. I don't know. You better watch how many times you <laughs> yeah. say the word, and you're going to get, right? you know. get censored. They're going to come censor me. <laughs> this is false information. But honestly, it's like they shut that guy down. They more or less lied on him, and then they turn around and say, "Oh no, he's he's uh, 
he's actually legit. He worked for us for a long time, and you know we uh we just wish him well on his endeavors and blah blah blah. Just get him on out to the pasture. But Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind was another one, man. I was really excited about it, and I was like, holy hell, what is this? You know? And then we get to it, and then my man's at the end, he's talking about more or less how he has developed his, because uh, of his CE5 protocols. And so he wants to, like, help other people more or less communicate with the aliens. It's an actual book, yeah. and you can buy it online, so. I don't know if I'm going to, I see, that's that's kind of where it kind of turned for me a little bit. Yeah, like, I stopped I listening. Like, oh, okay, all like, right. Kind of turning into Here we go. Like, you know, but then on the other hand, I'm like, you know, okay, know, $9, $9, I go buy the book, what, you know, there's a ton of people. You can go online right now and Google this dude. Damn, Demi Lovato went on his trips, which, I mean, that's probably not the best. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, shouldn't you use just, <laughs> Now everybody's I'm like, just, and we're tuning out. And we're done, and we're done. Oh, Demi <laughs> Lovato, real credible, Jim, I tell you. Uh, <laughs> I would say, you know, she was one of a ton that I saw on there that had backed this guy. You know, they they go out on these trips, and they all do the meditation, and they do everything is CE5 protocols. I think one, one of them where they talked about, because to me, my whole thing was like, I want to see something. You know, I want to see a video, or I want to see a picture of a daggum alien or a ship or something where I'm just like, what the hell's that? Like, how do you, how do you debate that? We should have had your son out here. Yeah, Bentley, he damn. Bentley's obsessed with him, some aliens. Yeah, he's, and... <laughs> he's all about, no, Daddy, there are aliens out there. What did I'd he watch. say the other day? And the government's hiding it. Yeah. The... He's covering it up. Oh, Lord, I've, I've turned him too much already. I've brainwashed him. But this guy had more or less on one of these trips that he went with his, with his people or whatever. Um they go out on this trip, and one of the guys, there's like photographers and, you know, doctors and lawyers and just people of all walks of life. They're on this mountain trip with this guy. And uh, one of the gentlemen is an older gentleman, and he has he's had to wear hearing aids his whole life. And essentially, he goes out there, and then he, like, takes a break. But then out of nowhere, he says, I was hearing a voice. And it was telling me to go out back on top of the mountain and when I went back on top of the mountain, I saw an alien. Like he appeared in a lot in a form of light. And uh, he carries on a conversation with him. Now, mind you, there's another guy that's back behind him, and he's like, you know, what the hell what the hell's Bob doing out here on the mountaintop? I don't even know. But he's filming it and he's fought, he's photo- taking pictures, he's photographing all this. And uh, they get a picture of what looks like a daggum alien with, like, a triangle-shaped head. And come to find out, that's the way he describes the guy, the alien. And uh, he's like, yeah, you know, um, we were talking and we were saying all kinds of things. And I was trying to, like, identify myself to the alien. And then um, he asked him, he said, well, is there anything you could do with about my hearing? And he said, next thing he knew was, like, 
his ears, he felt like this real like warmth around his ears. And then the alien like vanished. And then it's like he could hear. So he hasn't had to use his hearing aid since. You definitely went further into it than I did. I stopped yeah. listening at a certain At that point, point oh I my was kind of like, ugh, the meditation So thing. see, that, to me, that was like, okay, well, how do you... I mean, that could be 100% bullshit, but the picture's kind of legit. I mean, it looks... I mean, if you think about it, there's been things where they like to... They say that Christ did it, you Yeah, know? Absolutely. Um, you know, he's just happening to say that an alien did it. And so you get those... So I think it's whatever you choose to believe. Yeah, you never know. You never know the real truth. Whether like, you believe in God, whether you don't believe in God, yeah. uh, you know. You got these guys as healers, like Benny Hinn and stuff like that, that walk up and, like, slap your forehead and, like, you be healed! <laughs> Knock you out? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Some people believe that, and the fact that I'm saying something about it, they'll raise hell at me for saying that, but... You know, it is what it is. I guess I'm just like, I just want, I'm, I'm kind of very open-minded. You know, I'm like, okay, you got something? Well, let's sit down at the table and let's see what you got. Pull your notes out, pull your pictures out. Let's see what we got. That's the way I kind of am with it. I'm just like, it could be. Who's the, who am I to say, no, this man didn't have this happen to him. I have no clue. I wasn't there, you know. I mean, it could be legit. There's a, there's a. All I know is there's a shit ton of people that have bought this man's books, and there's a ton of damn people that went on vacation with this man in retreats, and they'll tell you, uh, "Oh, absolutely, I saw this," and there's no way you could explain this. So it's like, okay. But there was another one. It's called unacknowledged. So that was enough. That was like the prequel to this movie. So we'll have to watch that one too. But I don't know. Say what you will. But that's kind of a loose. Uh, what would you call that? A loose. Uh, like. Just leave it open. I mean, it's open for debate. You know. Yeah, it's open for debate. Talk to us. What you? What you? What you think? That's kind of what I took from the movie. I mean, it's. Uh, it's on YouTube. The it's link's on, on Instagram. Is it on Netflix? No, it's not on Netflix. No, it's, it's on, on YouTube. YouTube. It's on YouTube. Jesus. You can look on our Insta- look about? on the Instagram, yeah. Banjo with Barlow, and I have it linked on one of the pictures um, on the page if you want to check it out. Um, it's about two hours. So, I mean, it's a legit movie. You can listen to it and, like, from time to time glance over yeah. at it if you're sitting at an office Yeah, it's desk. not something you definitely have to watch, but to me, I like to... There's footage, so you yeah. want to be able to see the footage, yeah, too. Yeah, absolutely. I wanted to see what was going on with yeah. it. Yeah. I wanted to see the pictures. <laughs> I wanted to see it. He's over here making fun of me. I keep staring at the wall. <laughs> she saw it. Oh, my God, it was a light. And then out of nowhere, the light disappeared, and I thought... I get a little distracted from time to time. I see... Squirrel! Oh, God! <laughs> oh, God. All right, well, listen, I'm about out of water, and you're about out of time, okay? So, I mean, it's a pretty good, it's a pretty good show. I feel like we did. I feel like we did the audience a damn good job here for them. Uh, you know, this is a podcast you can be proud of, okay? You can introduce your mom to it. You want to tell them what you're going to be doing with your YouTube from now on? Yeah, so I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff. I might be doing some, uh, 
I'm looking at maybe buying a new camera setup to do more like live action stuff, like with my work and stuff, like what I do. Live action. Live action, guys. Live action. <laughs> um, but for the most part, I think I'm going to do the sandwiches or, you know, food in general. Man, y'all really love that Bojangles sandwich. <laughs> my Lord. Yeah, yeah. We love it. So there's a, so essentially, if I break it down, you had, you had the Chick-fil-A sandwich, then you had the Popeyes, and they more or less started this war of the chicken sandwiches. If I'm being, I mean, I'd, you know, you could, you could fact check me on this if you like. But then Bojangles entered it, and now... Some, a lot of people have been talking, and they're saying KFC has entered the chicken sandwich war. And that it is even better than the Bojangles sandwich. Stay tuned for that one. <coughs> so, and then I saw this, and I don't know if you've seen this damn Taco Bell. It's in the chicken. It's not a sandwich. It's a taco. But then they're saying it's a chicken sandwich. It's a but chicken it's a taco. sandwich taco. Can a sandwich be a taco? I don't. I think you either have one or the other. I don't I don't know, but here's the thing. What I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to get one and, uh, you know, I'm just going to have to film it and I'm going to have to give you guys the truth. The truth is out there. The truth is what you guys want and that's what, that's what you'll get with me, by God, in the Banner with Barlow podcast, all right? That's a good outro. I think it'll do it. I'm I think it'll do it. I think we've had enough. I think we've annoyed them. More all right. Them. Well... Okay, well, y'all uh, y'all have a good week, and uh, hopefully this will get you Monday morning going good. And uh, you tell your mom and them I said hey, all right? Bye, y'all. Okay, bye-bye. My looking picking. Picking nose. <laughs> Was that one? <laughs>